Hello and welcome to the Stock Hypers. I'm Brian and with me today is my buddy Danny. He'll say hello, Danny. What's going on, Brian? How are you doing today? I'm doing good. There's a lot going on, Danny, in the stock market, in the world, and in the uh, in the business atmosphere of the United States. Danny, um, today is the 13th of July, and the CPI report came out uh, that inflation has come way down. Did you know that, Danny? Did you feel that inflation has dropped? I actually do. And anecdotally, I can say it sure feels like, especially at the grocery store, you're starting to see some prices and then more importantly, our stocks, because we are tech-based, and they have been on a tear lately. So yes, Yeah, I tell think. me, how is your portfolio doing since the last week we talked? One week. Well, okay, I, I don't know if I could hear you correct, but I think you want to see how did Duolingo do last week when you said... Oh, boy. Here we go. It. It's up 13%. It's a bragalicious. All right. It's literally up, Brian, 13% since our last podcast, and you said to avoid it like the plague. So I'm not sure if that's what you asked, but my stocks as a whole are up 3%. Let's just do uh yeah one week, Danny. Since uh, now we're kind of everybody's heard how we did this year. One week, Danny. Where are you at? One week. Okay. When I'm up thirty six percent from the year, you're going to hear it a lot, Brian. So <laughs> don't hit the mute button on me. For the week, I'm up eight and a half percent. Year to date, I'm up thirty six exactly. How about you, Big Daddy? Okay, uh, one week nine and a half percent because I don't have Duolingo, um, and also twenty three and a half percent for the year because I don't have Duolingo. Right. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been a good week so far. You can't complain about those gains. Those are great apples. And um, Danny, did you, did you do any more trades? Hmm? I didn't do any trades. I was going to do some buy-in, Brian, as you know, staggered buy, yeah. but nothing since last week when I bought the Duolingo again. So fortunately, I'm way up on that one after only a few weeks. I'm pretty happy. So no. How, how about you? Any trades? Yeah, I did some trades. So I had Enphase last week and I got out of Enphase. I got out of the Tesla bear and I got into the Tesla bull. And um, my Mullins trade, which we talked about last week, has been a big nothing burger for that. Um, it's down 50%. But I ain't selling it. I'm just going to hold on to this thing. It's got all the way to January 2024. And who knows what will happen with these stupid penny stocks that are electric vehicle based, which we can Actually, talk we about know. another one that's accelerating today in just a sec. My last thing is yesterday I bought some bank stocks. I bought um, Key Bank and I bought Bank of America. Um, both of those are um, up since that point in time. I'm going to hold them until next week when they both have earnings. So this is for a short-term trade? Short-term trade, yes. Probably one okay. week. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. That's my portfolio. Well, that's pretty much a lot for a week there, Chief. So what is the deal with the electric? Now, the EV thing, Brian, I learned, mm -hmm. unfortunately, when my Lucid was going up on our year-end bet and then it yes. tanked, I'm not going to... Uh, spike the ball on my own three yard line anymore. So tell us what is going on with another electric car maker that had a quite the day. Today. Well, just to remind everybody, you picked Lucid and I picked AMD. And we for the were... second half of 2023, yeah. and I was dominating you until were. actual numbers come out. <laughs> the day. So it's I'm, it's almost tied. I think I'm up by a point, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stop texting you 14 times a day, Brian. So be thankful. I'm gonna very uh, be appreciative of that. So today, something just popped today. It's this company that we thought was dead and gone and probably should have been. But back from the grave is Nikola. That is the that is the truck company that they pushed down the hill. The guy went to jail or has been uh, going to jail, yeah. going to jail. Oh, he's going he to the CEO. Going. He's done. But it was taken over by another CEO. And um, they seem to be actually 
making things like well this this they uh, another company did a partnership and invest 2.5 billion i think into it in their technology so this is one of one more company that was left for dead like Carvana and yeah. you know i mean meta not really left for dead but you thought was over so i think there's a lesson here there for all of us is if you're into the high risk stuff you know pick up the supposedly over yahoo's going public soon so there's yeah. a lesson there so right. nikolai is uh uh it's at two bucks. It's up fifty percent right now as I'm oh, saying. Before Ooh. okay, and, and, and in, wait, in one day. In, in one, one day, day it's up fifty percent. Yeah, in one day. And um, you know, before we came on like crazy this Zoom call, it was at forty percent up. Is it thirty-six this morning? I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. It's uh it's cranking. It's cranking. People are I would say now's your time on. to wouldn't you cash out and get the hell out now? Do you think it depends? Well, I'm sure most people are in this thing at wow. like seven bucks, six bucks, somewhere around there, not yeah. So, okay. yeah, that's one of the things. OK, that's quite the headline there, Brian. <laughs> right. OK, OK. All right. So Brian, another you... headline. Yeah. To give me another headline there. Well, what do you you are the big Hollywood big shot writer, oh, yes. actor, executive producer here on you when you're not doing the podcast. What do you yeah. make of the actors going on strike when there already is a strike? Does it matter? Isn't everything shut down? I don't get there's an actor. Strike. This is different. This has a lot more impact than the 11,000 writers going on strike. That does take out tv but there's a lot of movies and stuff that could be made there's a lot of product so there's already been right. scripted that could have been still filming but with the actors going on strike danny it's all over the whole industry oh is i thought the, i thought everyone shut down because of strike i thought no what was you it could, no crossing the pickup no, well, you, you could still I mean, make well, a movie um you, you know you could have purchased a script uh you don't need a script doctor to do it you're just going to shoot it what you got make adjustments as you go no writers on set mm -hmm. no problem no foul make a movie now, you know, Bob Iger just did an interview this morning on CNBC, very informative. It sounds like, dude, they're going to just bleed these guys out. The studios are going to get caught up with the content spending, right? Save some money and bleed them out. I don't understand why they're doubling down on this. It doesn't make sense to me. I wish them the best, but this doesn't make sense, Brian. Well, I think, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but what is really in play here is the streamers not wanting to give up the streaming numbers. They do not want to do that. And that's what it's going to take to change the residual system within uh, the contracts. Okay. So, so wait, Brian, because you know a lot more about this than me, which is pretty much true on almost every subject out there. So, uh, that's not true. But, so you're saying that this is a fundamental strike on what's changing. Yes. So this is a big one. We yes. want to see the numbers. We want to cut. I assume so every time it streams on Netflix, they get some small slice of the pie, like on Spotify, basically, right? Yeah, or That's nothing. Like, a lot of it is nothing. As long as a lot of it is, you know, there is a... Um, uh, well, but, oh, okay, but let me jump in again, Brian. Did Netflix did a unique thing years ago where they would pay a ton up front and they yeah. owned everything outright, correct? Yeah. So then they already compensate them for this, right? They compensated they the producers. That, yeah, sure. The producers okay. are totally happy with that, but that doesn't mean that the actors are being compensated. That's just like, okay. hey, we're going to give you $100 million to buy to make this this television show and we own it and normally would only cost 50 million right and then they have the right yeah, to perpetuity exactly. right yeah so so basically brian the actors and writers seem to be getting kind of shut out of the yeah. streaming which is already a shrinking revenue correct but there's more jobs out there because of streaming right wouldn't that make sense is there more content being made mean more jobs um i don't know that that's true danny um okay there there might be um uh, that's that could be true, but that's not always going to be this. That's not always going to hold um, the industry okay. up because or those writers and actors up because that's going to ebb and flow. OK, 
Gotcha. And most actors, you know, like you have your A-list actors, you have, you know, maybe 5,000 actors that are, are uh, very like any, high level. All these industries, it's that, that's the case with all the industries, right? Sure. To get the sure. lion's share. And, hmm. um, and they're the most, like, honestly, they're the most effective. They're the ones that are going to have the loudest voice. They're the ones that hmm. have the most to lose dollar wise. Okay. Uh, but the rest of the actors, you know, 6,000 or, you know, 5,001 all the way down to the 160,000 that are in the union. Those people exist off of um, those sure. residuals. Well, I wish, I mean, I, I always go the little guy. I don't cross picket lines or there's no quick, you know, picket line to cross. I wish him the best. I just think they couldn't have timed it worse. And I think they're getting really bad advice. And they, which they one couldn't time it worse? Well, both the strikes, because I mean, it's been in the news that streamers have spent too much. We're cutting back. And then they decide to do a strike. Where they're not going to let you make product, which you just said you don't want to make anyway. I, I I would think, Brian, if I was a studio, I'm not saying it's right or wrong here. If they did this, okay, I won't come to the bargaining table till Christmas or January. And when you start getting behind in rent and you're doing your side gigs and you're tired of driving Uber, you're going to be in a lesser uh, position to bargain, right? Isn't it about bargaining leverage? And it seems like this is just horribly timed, right? And timing is everything. You, you don't sell Christmas trees in March, dude. You sell them in December. Um, I just think this is n not a good idea for them. I don't know. I'm going to take the opposite approach to that. One, you they can't control the timing. The, the contract ends when the contract ends. So okay. the contracts have ended. Well, so that's why this is happening at this point in time. Be proactive. I, yeah, I would say they know what they're doing. Be proactive. Than, they, they could right. extend it, which SAG did for like a week. They could extend it for maybe another week or two. Um, that doesn't solve the problem and make that okay. much of a difference. What is going to change with the uh, actors having um, the strike happen, and it hasn't been announced yet, but they've ended the talk, so it should happen today. Okay. Uh, that is going to change because the actors have a much louder voice than 11,000 writers who nobody knows their names. Good. When the you actor starts know. talking and saying, you know, go read a book, you know, go uh, uh, the, the way that you can help Me us too. if you want to support us, you know, uh, cancel your Netflix subscription. They won't, Brian, people say they'll support them and they don't cancel Netflix, dude. Okay. The thing that is going to change is the content is going to start to dwindle. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's going to take a couple months for that to happen. And Netflix probably can buy, you know, stuff from South Korea and other places still. But the content mm -hmm. quality is going to drop, and the amount of content coming through from the people. Well, it's that, a lose, it sounds like well, it's away. clearly Brian a lose lose, but I just think the small guy has to go the edge when they can. Again, I wish him the best. Now, the question I have is: once this is settled, I did a school play where I played a sunflower dude, and I nailed it in second grade. Well, I get to see some residuals from that because <laughs> you would think I was a sunflower. I yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Okay, your background today kind of makes me think that you're a sunflower. Um, that's because someone put mushrooms in your coffee, Brian. Okay, Brian. So one last Hollywood question. If you had to bet is Opp Oppenheimer and Barbie are kind of open at the same time. They're getting a lot of, you know, play on that with a contrast. Which one is going to do more? And do you think either movie will affect the stocks of either Comcast or Warner Brothers with Barbie or Comcast, which has uh, Oppenheimer? What is your call? You're the movie. You're a movie insider. Right. Yeah, I think that um, it's not going to affect the stock price in the short run, whatever yeah. those movies do. I don't think it's going to do Move the needle. Uh, either okay. one of them is going to do fantastic. But I think Barbie's going to come out uh, a winner. I think people are excited to just kind of laugh, have fun. And um, and that's the perfect movie for that. Oppenheimer's mm -hmm. really heavy. I think it'll have a longer um, shelf life uh, right. going into the streaming system. But uh, I, I bet for Barbie to win. 
Okay, so you're saying Barbie win, but they'll both probably be box office successes as your both take. box office successes, yeah, as opposed to the Indiana Jones movie, who's just the, the, oh the budget on that was just too outrageous. How, Ryan, how how did you greenlight three hundred million dollars for that? I mean, honestly, yeah, I it's, don't understand that one. Um, you know, you it's become it. that pricey because they've had so many starts and stops and problems. Same thing with Maverick. Maverick had gone way over the budget by waiting and and having to. But that seemed reasonable, dude. Come on, he's eighty, and you know we're all going to get there. Wish him the best, but come on, dude. There's no demand for that. It was for Top Gun. Not, oh my gosh, dude. So when you have to spend CGI millions to de-age your lead guy, don't do it. Seriously, either <laughs> roll a time with travel it. movie. They had to do it. Oh fuck, dude, that is just crazy. Okay, Brian. So let's do some hyper hate. Okay, if, just to rinse my mouth of this horrible Indiana Jones talk. Okay, um, I'll go first. Uh, my hype and hate is uh, this is one I'm I've had a long time ago, but now I'm interested in as I'm watching it. Alibaba, do you um do you ever buy any commie stocks? I do not, Brian, because I am so busy waving the flag, I wouldn't even consider it. Um, I know I thought there's too much risk to it. I know it's taking a hit. Give me some stats on Alibaba real quick, without burying us in a. Okay, so Alibaba um, right now, here's my thought on this is uh, the Chinese economy is uh, kind of tanked and continues to have kind of. issues, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. staying it nicely. The, um, the, the one thing um, that they're doing now, the government has kind of embraced technology. They've also started um, offering stimulus. I think that this is a point in time where this stock might look a little cheap compared to where it's going to be in a year from now when the stimulus that Chinese government is, is implementing starts to, uh, starts to, you know, uh, take effect. Okay. Uh, so gonna... it's at uh, $96 right now. And um, to, uh, year to date really high nothing. is 120 year to date mm -hmm. low is 64. I don't see, we, I don't think that we see this going back. I think Alibaba dominates every single one of the tech industries in China. And with the Chinese government is not going to crack down on them at this point, that they've already done those types of things that were past that. I think the stock might have um, a good road for the next six, eight, 12 months. So are you going to hype it? Yeah, I'm going to hype it here. Um, I, I would like to get it a little bit cheaper. It's, it, you know, it's kind of um, up at the moment for you're the hype or you're not, baby. You're hyping it right now. Yeah. Or you're not, which is it? Yeah, I'm hyping it. I, I think yeah. I don't, yeah, I think I'm going to hype it. Um, I don't know that uh, that this is the perfect day to buy it, and I didn't buy it today. But in the next week or two, I think um, I'm going to try to find an entry point here. Okay, I'm going to hate it because there's just too many other stocks out there. We all know what it is. The China's still a risk. They're erratic. They're in a recession. Mm -hmm. Too many question marks. It could do well. There's just too many other stocks to buy. Or I, again, my my barometer is I'd rather just buy the Nasdaq 100 or Nasdaq Composite. So I'm going to hate that, Brian. Okay. And I'm gonna just run outside and wave the flag one more time. Okay, let's get into. No, no, no. give me your Come on, about. give me something good. I want to have something you know in my pocket for next week. What do you got? Okay, I'm gonna just hit it with you, Brian. Hyper hate similar web. Similar you know web, which is, is. The, the it's a. I thought I didn't even know it was a stock. I thought it was just a site that you can go and look at the uh, traffic for websites. And that's why I do the thinking, Brian. Uh, e money in the head. Now, what this is is similar web, which is a website, and they compare much like uh, what is it? Something rush, not similar rush. I just blanked on that one. What's the um, what's the ticker? Uh, the ticker is I have this right here is SMWB. 
So sadomachism, Warner Brothers. Now, the reason I am going to hype this stock, Brian, is one, it has done, it opened up in the bubble. So it opened in mid-21. It's way down. It's down 67%, I think, from its high. It is pretty much done nothing for the last year. So if you look at it, it's not losing much money. These do analytics. Me or you could go there and say, you know, what is, you know, how much traffic does this site or that site get? It It actually covers quite the range of it. So it's actually pretty interesting. But if you were to be a company where you want a detailed analytics on it, they charge you. It's actually, it's definitely a business to business. So it's quite a bit on that one. So my thing in this one, the reason I brought it up, I've meant, I've not mentioned it, but watched it for a while is it's got, it's a low small cap. It's under a billion is I think AI could really help their analytics. It's one of those kind of hidden AI plays where they won't make a big deal out of it. But I think analytics are important. It's got a small cap. I think this has a good chance to do better than the market average of the NASDAQ. So it's half a billion dollars, 518 million. Hasn't really done much. The last three months, it's up 26%, but the last year it's down 25. So it's kind of been in that range for a while, Brian. So similar web, hype or hate? Uh, I'm going to hate it. I don't think anybody really cares about this stock. It is, uh, you're right, it's a small cap. It's 500, 500 million is the, is the uh, market cap on this thing. I don't, I've been to it. I checked it out. I don't see any, like, this, well, analytics, you are the, analytics of, the analytics of this could be from, you know, like, I don't get it because it's an easy place to do it, but they're not alone. There's a, like a dozen sites if I say, website traffic that come it's up. Semi-rush. In fact, ironically, Brian, you can go to similar web to find the sites just like it. <laughs> Semi-rush is the other big player. There's a couple big players in there. Semi-rush and there's similar web. Mm. So you are yeah. going to, well, I'm going to hype it, Brian. Thank you I for am. crapping on my parade. So, so mark my words. Yeah. Similar rush. I'm actually going to buy that today, Brian, just out of spite. Oh, good. So it hasn't there done much. It's worth the risk. I think these guys could have a pop. They could get acquired. $500 million is not that much. Uh, their balance sheet is okay. I'll spare you all the details. Okay, balance sheet, all good considering. Uh, it's worth a small investment for me. So by next podcast, I will be owner of Similar Rush. And I'm going to ban you from using it, Brian, out of spite. So we'll see. What do we got next here, Brian? Uh, Danny, um, I actually have a quiz for you. Do you want to take a quiz? Speaking of uh, crappy companies like Similar Web. Uh, as long as it's easy, yes, I do. And crappy My quiz today is very easy for you, I think. So I think it's I think it's time for this uh, segment, our quiz segment. So the stock hypers quiz of the day is directed towards Danny. Are you ready for the quiz, Danny? I am born ready, baby. Hit me. So this quiz is about. SPACs, your favorite types of companies, are they above or below their original $10 price? This is as a whole? Is this all of them? What did give me? No, some no, no. These, I'm going to name some SPACs and okay, you're going to okay. tell me. So you're in a bullet form. Okay, interesting. So is this SPAC above or below its $10 mark? When yes. It came right. Okay. And then I'll give you its, uh, its highs and lows. I like this. Okay, hold on. Let me just, I'm ready. Okay, emotionally prepared. Mm -hmm. I'm taking those Olympic pill to keep my weight down. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, the first one, I've tried to find interesting ones. So these are like in no particular order of performance. Grinder. Did you know that Grinder is a stock? The app for finding love on the interwebs. I'm going to say below. Below. That would be correct. Started out at $10. 
it traded as high as $36.50. Wow. It had a huge pop. It looks very phallic, their their uh, chart. We know it now it is. Thank you. Now it is at $5.80 today. Okay. Next. Not great. Uh, Getty Images. How about that? Getty Images has been around forever. It was a SPAC that went public at $10 above or below. I'm going to go against my better judgment because most SPACs are pieces of crap. I'm going to say above. That would be wrong, Danny. It is now at $4.96, so losing half out. its value. It did, once again, have a fantastic spike when it came out in uh, 2021. $30.86 was its high. Wow. All right. Here's another one. This one is a Kathy Wood favorite. DraftKings. Did you know that was a SPAC? I'm going to say that's above. That would be correct, Danny. It's at $31.09. Wow. It tripled. Tripled. It did get as high as 72, but at the moment, 31 bucks. Very, very great performance from DraftKings. Here's one that you probably know the answer to because you own this stock. I had to throw this in there just to rub a little oh, fuck. You know, I know what reality into your system. Uh, Curiosity. This is a streaming service that you have hyped um, before, and uh, it came out at $10. What is... I have a long memory, Brian, and you know the answer to this. This is my single worst stock. Yes. And it is down. I hope you're down. It Enjoy is it. it is a, a little below the $10 mark at $1.01 today. It did get as high as $23, Danny. Um, I'm going to say that would have been the time to sell it. The next one is Open Door. Now, this is a real estate uh, app. This one has come back, Brian. Mm, it has come back, you think, huh? $10 was the original price, of course. Where is it at now? Above or below? This is a hard one. Mm -hmm. above above danny votes for above and that would be wrong it is at four dollars and 76 cents it did reach a uh, a premium of 34 dollars at one point in time here's one because i want to be fair to you danny clover health this that's is down. the stock that yeah, that's truly had owned for quite a long time you're redeeming yourself with your cruelty brian so i'm going to say that's down that might be down. This is our lowest one on the list at the moment at 94 cents. This really? Got as high as $17 and at the moment trades at 94 cents. Wow. Do you remember when, is there any more? Is this over? Yeah, there's uh, there's one more and oh, actually there's two more. Hit me. I'm okay. fascinated by this. I go all day. Go ahead. All right. So this one is a uh, a brand that's been around forever. It is a, it is a widely known brand throughout the Apple. world. Microsoft. Playboy. Down. There's no down. Way. Yes. There's Playboy no did not do very well since its launch at $10. It's at $1.80, but it did have another phallic spike to $49 at one point. Wait, are you shitting me? That did that they if, if any brand has days after been, this thing went public, oh it did, everything did, right? This was all in 2021. Danny, is there one SPAC that you could think of? That has had a monumental increase. And kept it. Give kept me a it. hint, Brian. Give me a hint. Come on. You'll, Give you'll, a you'll never guess it. You'll never okay. guess it. I just wanted to find the one stock out of the SPACs of recent history that has done phenomenally well. What what type of business is it in? Robotics. But it's a small one. Is it Boston Dynamics? No, it's not. It's uh, Symbotic. It's uh, is, is SYM. They make robotics. They are a robotics company. They came out at $10, like all SPACs. 
They went as high as 54, but trades right now at $45, and they never had that crazy drop. That wow, really? Did. Good for them. I love yeah. you. Okay. Is that a, that's an American company? I don't know if you have the stats there, but I hope it is. Yeah, it's an American company. Well, I'm going to keep waving that flag, maybe. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, do you remember? And they were all when, losers, but most of them were. Do you remember when Chamath, I can't say his name. Path Rickard, yes, I remember. Remember, he was a SPAC king. And Global Health, uh, the other one was. Everything. His big one that he actually uh, profited on was um, uh, Virgin Galactic. But he was a pump and dumper, right? Probably. Uh, yeah, he, he was a pump and dumper, yeah. And, and, and in fact, I think there was a couple, I think uh, Clover is one of them that he couldn't pump and dump. He can't sell it until it's at $30, is I, I believe his contract with them. So we're going to safely conclude is that one last question with the quiz is he is not the next Warren Buffett. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> wow, Brian, that was fascinating. It's a shame those SPACs, so much crap. Well, they came out the right time. You know, there's so, yeah. it, it could have been a great thing to allow companies to, to go public. And well, they still happen. They're not done. They just continue to not be, you know, in vogue at the moment, but it could come back. It's an easy way for these companies to, um, to merge and get some, uh, get some money to go public. And Brian, do you have the the uh the call sign on the robotics company? Yeah, it's a SYM. SYM. Symbotic. Good for them. Wow. Yeah. I would never have guessed that. Yeah. They have a three billion dollar market cap, Brian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Right. Good for them. Good for them. Nice work on that one. Yeah, okay, thanks. Brian. Wow, that is fascinating. So what what do you what is your take for the rest of the year here, Chief? Yeah, I think we're going to do pretty good. I'm not I'm going to say that we're not going to have uh, maybe, you know, at some point as we go into earnings season, that there's going to be some companies that are going to have a hard time um, with earnings only because if inflation's coming down, that means prices have come down. And some of the companies that have done really well with their earnings over the past couple of, I guess, quarters um, is because the price of their product had increased. Right. So right. that's going to hurt. Those are consumables. But tech, tech, it should help because that'll eventually have the interest rate go down. So, yeah. okay. I have one last question before you, Brian. Mm -hmm. Now, recent, we've had a lot of product launches lately, pretty good ones, but let's go into a couple of them. Okay. Let's look at chat GPT mm -hmm. and let's look at threads. The reason I bring them up is they both set a record for getting to 100 million chat gdp it did it in a month which is impressive and then threads came out and did it in five days which one would you say is most impressive the chat gpt in a month or threads in five days uh chat gpt i'm gonna vote uh that that 100 million in a month is way more impressive because yeah. threads just walked in with that customer base already all they had to do was flip a switch Although so, still successful, correct? Yes. Oh no, no, no! Totally, totally right. successful. And have you used the app? Uh, yes, I've used both of them. Uh, you know, it's just Twitter has such bad will mm -hmm. that anyone given an opportunity to get out of there, a lot of people, I should say, have went to it. In fact, I think what's going to happen to Twitter, Brian, has become like a big parlor or true social. I think what you're seeing is a bifurcation of that type of app, where the right will be on Twitter. The other ones will fall by the wayside parlor and whatever those ones are. And then I think the threads one will be the center and left. I think that's what's going to happen. We'll see if that plays out. So might be, might be true. 
Yeah, I know. I know. Threads is trying to avoid all that, but it's it's inevitable. But that's just my guess. Is I think what happened is Elon Musk is he bought Twitter. He's going to turn into Parler and True Social, just absorb them, and that's what's going to happen. So that one, I don't use those a whole lot either way. But the uh, Chat GPT, which is now on four, is absolutely incredible. I mean, especially for a start. I know we both talked about that, but it's yeah. just remarkable. The yeah. fact that I got the hundred million something that's brand new with no name brand, no one heard of, and it took off so fast, it's just crazy. Yeah. And it shows the power of that. what a good product that is. And probably, you know, at this point in time, more useful than threads. Right. So is that, yeah, much more. So do you think the writer's strike, they're obviously nervous about that, right? You know, I, I have heard that a lot, and I know that that's one of their concerns, um, how much AI is used and how much uh, product is made through just um, generative AI. Here's the thing about this from a, a producer's perspective and a writer's perspective. If you generate scripts strictly with chat GDP or some other uh, type of AI, it's not copyrightable. So the reality is no company is going to make product to be sold that can't be copyrighted. Get, Wait a did, second, Brian, Brian, hold on. Let me, because I'm a novice. Say that mm -hmm. one more time, what is not copyrightable? So if I'm a producer and I want to make a show about rabbits, and okay. so I go into ChatGDP and I'm like, write me a script about, you know, a a, a, a very pithy rabbit that likes to, um, who, who's trying to be a dentist. And so it pops out this great script. And the last thing I can do with this thing is, is make it into something, film it, because there's no way I can copyright it. I have no protection. Anybody could just steal the idea and everything about wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. So, so you're saying even if, if you do the prompt and you say, yep. and you give it a long detailed prompt and then you give it a bunch of corrections and change the tone, et cetera, et cetera, why is that not copyrightable? That doesn't make sense to me. You can't do that you, if you can. You would be the author, right? You, you have, there's a, the, uh, I forget what the percentage is, but the, um, the copyright office has said that there's, a hard and fast amount of effort that a person has to put in okay. to make this something that you can copyright. You can use it as a tool, similar as you would use Word, word processing, okay. sure. grammarly, things That's to correct you, but you can't just, and there's a lot of books out there on like Amazon and places where you can just completely see an AI generated sure. story. Well, That's not copyrightable. Oh, so the so the copyright laws are just have not caught up, which is I think in this case you know yeah. understandable, right? Yeah. So uh, the writers are trying to be preemptive of this and to make sure that there's a certain amount, a, a very high amount of okay. work from their own brains that go okay. into everything. And then it's a matter of going to court yeah. and prove that you can take credit for it. Let me ask you a question: If I'm driving. Let's say driving somewhere and someone cuts me off, and I say, "Chat GPT, can you give me a good curse out for him?" I don't own that curse out. Anyone no, can use it. Any, anybody can use it. They can just throw it right back at you. That's the problem. Okay. Now the good news is I'm Irish, so we always have a good curse out for anything, even if not needed. It's genetic. So yeah, but that's a that's like a foreign market kind of deal, though. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay, Brian. So I'm going to say that the second half of the year is going to continue to go up. Is I believe I'm you're saying. right. I do think there'll be a pullback, as there always is. But um, and it'll be earnings based. Um, so I'm a little worried about, you know, having too much. I, I want to have more cash during earnings season than not. So I will be just continuing to 
do these smaller trades and not try, you know, I, that's my thing is I like to. Trade. And I think, Brian, is it fair to say that one of the big risks is the expectation game? We've all raised them from, you know, yeah. six months ago, right? I think that's going to do this. Yep. But Brian, I'm up 36% for the year. I will take that every year of my life and be thrilled about it. <laughs> good job, Danny. All right. Okay. Sounds good. So remember, stock hyper is Gmail, right? I'm sorry. I talked right over you. That's all right. People, I'm used to it. I blab too much. Anyway, it's stockhypers at Gmail. If you have any questions or comments, like, subscribe, and we will talk to you later. Stockhypers, we are.